Good morning, citizens of Zion. I've come today to share what the Father spoke during my prayer time this morning. It is a glorious day in the Lord. The sun is shining against the snow, and I see some glistering snow because it's so cold here. I hope you're having a glorious morning yourself. With all that glory, I was surprised to feel a deep sorrow within my spirit. This has come over me before, but today it was a little different. The Lord led me to Job, Job 5.18. He wounds, but he also binds up. He injures, but his hands also heal. Citizens, sorrow is coming. It's been almost three years since the jab, and I fear for those we love who have been deceived. As I walk with the Father, he says, Angela, there is a calm before the storm. There's always a calm following a great destruction. As we walk beside the hills that are about to be violently shaken, I see a pool below these hills filled from the springs of Zion. Then the father shared that these pools of water came from his springs to reflect his light in the sky. Along these waters, he said, my spirit whispers in the wind. Only those waiting on me shall hear my winds. As my cities arise, they will once again forget the graves that are ahead. My church shall weather the coming storm by preparing with renewed prayers of protection, said the Father. I hold the corners of the earth in my hands and give strength to those coming to my waters beneath these hills. He had me take a look at Habakkuk 3.17, and then he said, As my citizens begin to sing and praise me, the set ambushes coming against them will be defeated. 2 Chronicles 20.22 the war is here, children. They are marching against you just like Josephet. I am to order all citizens to fast and seek the Father for his help in the coming of the sorrows. And then the Father said, Beware. <laughs> the jab isn't the only plague. I have tossed and turned and sifted mine. Do you see? I said, Yes, Father, I do. I repent and stand in the gap for these souls yet to surrender. He said, the new plague kills only souls within my manna and nourishment. Oh, excuse me. He said, the new plague kills only souls without my manna and nourishment. Do you understand this, Angela? I said, yes, Father. I will stand in the gap for those who have not surrendered. He informed me that to be protected, we must get up and go to his vineyard. Then he said, my budding grapes blossom and open while my mandrakes give off a fragrance of my finest fruits. I have such new delights as well as old, which I have saved for each and every one of you. These are the things that are at the door. Citizens, open the door. As I'm writing all this, he gives me a vision. And in this picture, I saw sprouting green, strong blossoms with little tiny budding fruit. And when I got closer to look at these, these sprouts, they grew really quickly. And the, they were beautiful, vibrant green that I had never seen. Within each vine, a little tiny almond appeared, just like in number 17, colon 8. 
As that veneer picture dissolved, I saw the word Brock form in black letters, big bold ones in front of me. I remembered there is a Brock who leads and helps Deborah in First Samuels. This Brock, says the father, is rising and he has a partner. If we look back in Revelation, there are two of them and they work together. And in 1 Samuel's 12, 13 saints, we must be praying and interceding. Then the father said, The path we're about to enter is corroded with all kinds of metal. Removing these metals gives my citizen a chance to overcome before the coming sorrows. Many do not understand the steps of preparation and sanctification. He asked me to list them. So I'm just going to give you what he gave me. Get up early. Enter your secret place of prayer with a repentive heart. I always start with, I repent of everything, Father, the things I know about and the things I don't, and his spirit will come and remind me of something I truly need to repent of. And then the Father said, ceremonial feet washing. So I have done this in the past. Fill a bucket with a warm water and place your feet in it. Sit and listen and wait. Jesus washed his apostles' feet before he was crucified. This ceremony is to purify your temple. This is a good time also to suggest that maybe you start to fast. I cannot stress this enough. Fasting um, makes your flesh weak and your spirit strong. Giving up something for the Father for the next seven days will help you prepare your temple for the coming battle. Then, Sit with your eyes closed. Sing to the Father. Any words or psalms or scripture that you know come to mind, sing them. You don't need music. He loves it when we sing to him. Our thankfulness helps to enter his vineyard. Now, he asked me to give you a vision. He's trying to grow each of you so you can actually see for yourself. So I'm going to give you a vision. So while you're praying and worshiping the Father, remember what I'm going to give you right now. It's going to be in your mind, and I'm thinking you're singing. We enter his vineyard, and we see rows and rows and rows, endless rows of beautiful leaves strung up to hold the heaviness of the vibrant leaves. They're so healthy. We imagine the future grapes are just bursting, dripping from each of these vines. Now, as you walk through the vineyard, find a place and take your shovel and dig. Press your shovel deep into the soil. When you pull that shovel up, there should be some fertile soil perking, peeking up. If it's not fertile and dry, you need to be praying more. But today, let's say that this soil's fertile. So, We scoop up some soil. We place all our fleshly desires in that dirt right there and turn it over like you would turn your garden over before planting. Burying all our desires in God's vineyards helps to yield them from our flesh. Then his fruit that he plans on giving and growing within us gets more nourishment and more water, making the ground more fertile. Pray a prayer of thankfulness, and step out of the vineyard. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Yeshua. Oftentimes, you should hear a trumpet sound. The Father is sounding a trumpet. He said, two taps of the trumpet is a call. You're on the right path. 
Three long taps of his trumpet means you are about to enter a battle and you need to go up and up to his mountain and pray. Citizens of Zion, seek the Father as he refines each of us because he is the way and life and all other paths leads to sorrow and ashes. Shalom. <laughs> After I was given this word and I actually recorded this podcast, uh, I got a nudge to look up a couple of things to share. The trumpet blast, I'm actually curious of what you guys actually hear. If you want to share that with me, please email me. Along with the trumpet blast of this message, the Father led me to look up almond blossoms. Remember the fruit that I saw in my vision were almonds? They form or blossom first because prior to figs or grapes or olives. Almonds are first. I believe this message was given as a warning to prepare and fast and pray for what's to come. When I looked up almond in the dictionary, it says it's the first flower of the year. The blossom is the almond. It's always considered the awakener. It depicts the watchfulness. It also represents sweet, charm, and delicacy. And the word Barak, I don't believe it is a person, which is what my flesh quickly went to. This meaning of the word Barak is a lightning bolt, a flash, a flaming sword. Um, Look it up for yourself. We must always test and pray about everything. But I believe that the two flashes will be light or lightning bolts or The plague that's coming will have lightning bolts or something on it. Anyway, pray about it. I pray that this blessed you today and that you feel the presence of the Lord when you pray. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.